Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Talks with Comfort Ajibola. Today I am talking with Waduva and she and I have been friends or acquaintances or church members, but we've been in each other's lives for quite a bit. And recently she moved abroad to do some au pairing. And ever since then, we've kind of just kept in contact through social media. And she listens to the podcast, you know, um, as my followers do. (laughs) Shout out to you guys. (laughs) But yes, so then I asked recently, um, or a few months ago, actually, weeks ago, couple of weeks ago, I asked who would like to jump on the podcast with me and, you know, have a conversation. And she said she would be willing to or she would w- love to. And so we did. So here is the episode and here is what we discussed. Please do check out all the links in the description below. Um, follow her and check her out. She is operating out there and she is killing it. Absolutely killing it. Like a young black woman should all the black magic, you know, doing her best, doing her best and doing the absolute best and living her best life. So guys, do check it out. Here's the episode with Waduva. And do continue to check out the podcast, subscribe on all platforms, and I will see you on the next one. Here's the episode. Hey, can you hear me? Uh, Am I loud? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah, okay, good. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Look at you looking so cute, girl. Thank you. So good, man. How is how's everything? Everything is really good. Summer now, so we're yeah. burning. It's hot, really hot, but it's really good. Lucky you, hey. We are out here. It's it's freezing out here. Like it's cold. Everybody's complaining about the, the cold winter that side. Bro, it is so cold. Like it's crazy. But I think it's getting better because some days are like hot and then the next day is cold and then like during the day it's hot and then at night it's like freezing it's crazy but isn't that typical namibian like winter weather right exactly exactly typical so how is everything what are you busy with like what's going on what are you busy with that's a huge question you need to break it down (laughs) what do you mean what am i doing for work what am i doing for fun where am i traveling to next girl like Spill the tea, spill the tea, spill the tea. So I think you know that I'm operating, so I'm still operating this year. Yeah. Operating in, in the south of France now. Okay. With a very cool German Canadian family. So oh, cool. um, it's been a cool two months. Prior okay. to this, I was up in the south of France with the yeah. French family. That was a deep experience. Oh, wow. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So for now, I'm au pairing and yeah. traveling and learning French is a hassle. Living in, in, like living here is yeah. painful because French people don't speak English. Really? You go to station, airport, like there you find like internationals and like other people traveling. Yeah. They don't speak English. 
they say you ask them do you speak english and then they say a little bit a little bit is just because they can speak a little bit not because they can speak anything else apart from a little bit <laughs> oh my god the whole week this whole week using google translate because you go you speak english they say yes you ask a question then then he's wow. he's done so go translate i usually type out everything i need to say before i get into an office lit no but that's amazing that's so cool bram those kind of experiences oh, yeah. also are just interesting that's really cool and like how long have you been operating now like how many years one in four months one year in four months now it feels like years um, right but it's, yeah, it it's feels, been a year it feels like you've been gone for like at <laughs> least three years i'm just thinking like okay. three years now i'm just like yo it's been like for almost even five years like where is this girl i'm just you seeing know, pictures it's just been one year in february this year february was one year yeah no, but that's yeah. cool, bruh. What made you make that decision? Like, you know, guys, I'm done. I'm just gonna go what? out there and open oh, and you know. <laughs> I was broke. Black text was killing me in Namibia already. So I was broke. I was Ish, paying bruh. bills. I was taking care of everybody. It was hard. Yeah. I was studying and um, into my second year finishing my second year yeah i towards the end i mm. got a temp job at the college yeah and when when it came to writing exams i was not granted the loan by nasfaf it was a whole financial hustle yeah and then um, thank god i could write the exams because i was a staff member oh cool so but then i couldn't continue to my third year because i had to pay off that debt yeah so i was like if I stay and continue working, by the time I finish paying school off, yeah, I'm four years old mm. because of the amount of money I was making and the amount of money expenses and things I was taking care of. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, I, I'm just gonna go up here. Mm. I don't have bills. I don't have so many bills here. So yeah. uh, it was easier because I managed to pay school off last year. Yeah, and that was a huge relief because oh gosh. Congrats, oh, sis. Yes. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that is crazy because yeah. it's By the time you want to go down and fix yourself, you still have like 20,000 that you owe to some college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. That's that's literally where I'm at right now. Like, everything I'm doing, I'm just trying to pay off these, like, the school fees that I have. And then everything else, like, I, I can't even think of anything else. I just want to pay off that school fees and then move yeah. on i'm like yeah. i don't care how long it takes me that's the only thing i need to focus on to be able to move right. on because you can't even do it when you it's time to go rent a house buy a car you're just thinking that's another debt that's another debt i can't do anything yeah no but that's cool man I, i'm really happy for you for taking that step i'm always somebody who's like you have to just do something wild and crazy like I'm always up for people doing like the most out of the box thing. <laughs> well, it was a hard one to make yeah. because of where I come from, family, church and stuff, Absolutely. like just stepping up and going. Yeah. It was like and but the the like I don't know, the deciding factor, the biggest deciding factor was mm-hmm. a few years ago, 6 maybe, 7, mm-hmm. I had the same opportunity to go and I was like, yeah, nah, I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. 6 years later Bro, I'm not. I'm not growing. My color is still gray. My right. skin color is remaining dark gray. Yeah. 
I'm just like, oh guys, wait, when, when do we go? Yeah. So when this came up, I was like, okay, I need to go now. This yeah. is the, this is where I this is the moment. Go. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that's cool. So what kind of what kind of things went through your mind when you were making that decision? Like, were you ready for it? Like, if anything, if the worst, the worst of the worst happened. Like, were you ready for for the consequences that would have come with, like making this decision and then like everything just going? I don't think I knew the consequences. Ish. I don't think I knew the consequences. Yeah. I was so excited about going. I didn't look into the consequences of leaving, packing up. I'm 28. When I left, yeah. I was 27. I had no place. I had furniture. Yeah. I had kids, right? And then yeah. here I was doing things to charity, sending things back home. Yeah. I'm giving things away. And I'm like, packed my one suitcase and I was gone to South Africa. Your yeah. whole life in one suitcase. So, but I was so excited. I was like, I've been wanting to do this for yeah. so long yeah. and I don't, I didn't look into the consequences. My family was very worried about human trafficking and of course. Uh, prostitution and all of that course. stuff. And so they reminded me of the negatives of packing and going. Of course. <laughs> I was just like, it's great. I know some people who were trying to convince them. Yeah. And then six months in, the consequences started showing up and they yeah. were like, yo, because you think I'm gonna go? No, I'm I'm going abroad for a bit. I'll be back, and you yeah. think you're gonna have all these friends and all these relations, and like you don't even see, you don't think about the change that comes about mm-hmm. yourself, like mm-hmm. what happens to you when you you move out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So, um, I lost so many friends. Ish. I lost so many people. Yeah. Like I was just like, I have a handful of people right now, and I'm just like, yo, it's it's. When you look at it now, it's for the best, right? Mm-hmm. But I did not, I wasn't ready for that. But you want to check, people are not, people are not, people are busy. And I yeah. you don't have to put your life on somebody else who left and they're yeah. living the best life wherever they are. Right, right. So many people, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to have relations. Yeah. So, um, homesickness wasn't so bad. Mm. I miss the food, I miss some people, <laughs> but I'm not Namibia yet. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So we live the consequences after you. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's cool, man. I I guess like we live and we learn every time we make such big steps and we we do something like that out of the box. And I know what it must have felt like like to go against everybody because your African families stay on that tip like they only remind you of the negatives that could happen oh human trafficking prostitution all of these things like yeah it happens but also can we just hope and pray that my situation your family is not that right yeah you're like we just hope i'm gonna turn out fine exactly exactly so it took me six months to convince my mom. My sisters were against it at the beginning, my one mm-hmm. sister. And mm-hmm. afterwards, she was helping because she's like the right hand mm-hmm. man for my mm-hmm. mom. So it was easy to get through to her and then for her to get through to my mom. Oh, so okay. after she started speaking the positives and stuff, my mom was like, okay, it's okay. So how much do you need and what do you need? I was like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, so, and imagine as a grown as adult you are 27 years old you cannot just make this decision for yourself 
and just be like, hey guys, I'm going to open now. I will see you when I see you. <laughs> you can call me on Zoom. If you need to hear my voice and see my face, call me on Zoom and just leave. I feel like those are also the things that play a role when it comes to like black tax. You don't have a kind of the sense of independence of making certain decisions by yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't just say no and you can't just say yes to things. You literally have to like consult everybody, the aunties, the uncle. Go and, go and speak to the ancestors even if you must, if you can. You need to go to the village before you leave the country. So the they need to recognize your exit kind of thing. It's it's really crazy. So it's really crazy. It, it was for me. If I look at it now, sometimes I wish I just didn't go because black tax is not a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I, like then I'm just back home and we're broke all together because yeah. you know, the stress that comes with the responsibilities that are put on you. Yeah, you're just like wow. Yeah. And as much as you know where you come from and family and everything, and you want to help them out, mm-hmm. gosh, it's painful. It is it's painful. It is. <laughs> There was a guy that I was watching um, recently on YouTube. So he's a white guy, obviously. But then, like, his yeah. his whole situation is also quite interesting. I guess black tax is real for everybody. It's just that some people have it have a better handle on it than others. But his situation was, um, I guess he grew up with, like, in a very broken family. Like, the way he talks about his parents, they don't sound like they were really, like, responsible people. You know, maybe they had a little bit, like, a drug addiction, um, alcohol abuse, something going on in there. And then also, like, on his grandparents' side also, I think it's kind of the same. So now, he here's a guy who's, like, in his 20s. He started a YouTube channel. And he's, you know, make now he's making money, being all successful in health every day. Now the family is coming out here like, um, yeah, we need some money. You know, every five seconds, like they need money, they need this. Yeah. And like at first, it's like it was from the way he explained it. At first, it was like he was okay with giving it and taking care of them. You know, even though he knows the situation, he knows that they are kind of toxic. But then yeah. he was like. He was like, you know what? I just did my best because, like, I just, I just want to, I just want to give a better, give them better than they gave me, you know, yeah, that type of situation. So then he was like, so then he, he was saying that after a while, it became so clear to him that he was just their ATM, so clear. So now it's like he noticed things like the parents would only, the, his father would only call when he needed money. He would call that, oh, how are you? How is life? How is YouTube? And all this, like, oh, it's great, you know. Also, what have you been up to? Like, no, I'm fine. And then the, towards the end of the call, be like, oh, yeah, so can you please give me like a hundred dollars? You know, I need to go and do what, 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 and all of these things. And he just felt like, you know, that cycle kept on, or that those patterns kept on repeating to the point where he got like just completely fed up. And I always think to myself that the difference between blacks and whites would be like, if a white kid was to be at that stage and to say, you know, I'm cutting everybody off and I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm never speaking to you guys again. You, not that it's fine, but like they can do that. They, it feels like they can they actually can. do that. Yes. 
But with us, though. What did you just say? You're gonna do what? Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. So many times I felt like I, I just need to just throw away the whole phone. Bruh. These people tell me the weirdest times of the month. It's like I have money set aside for when you decide you want five thousand. Like yeah. I'm supposed to invest <laughs> to five thousand right now or what? Like I don't. Dude. It's painful. Dude. And you cannot, like you said, you cannot cut. It's it's cut who off. You the can't. The you can't do things. You cannot. And there are le- there are so many levels to this thing. Like I feel like because I was having this conversation also with a friend recently because it's just there. There's so many levels to it, and it's not just like the, that financial burden that they put on you. Yeah. Like yeah. literally, I'm saving money, just as you said, I'm saving money for my own things. But you will come to me and be like, "I need this money for what?" And they will beg, and they will plead, and they will cry, and they will say things. They will make you. They will say things to make you angry, and then they will say things to make you to hurt. Literally hurt yeah. you break yeah. you down you give that money and then like but what about me though like do you even care about me like am i not a human being but like that's the like that's the financial part right but then the emotional aspect of it also that manipulation that happens yeah it's a lot man I don't think, um, especially for the older generation, I don't think they even consider that we actually have emotional parts. And, you know, they it's as if you are just flesh and blood. There's you nothing are. to you. There's nothing else to you. <laughs> you don't exist until they, need, until they need you to exist. You don't have... Yes, I, uh, wow. Don't feel. You don't, you don't feel. Don't you really think. don't. You really Watch don't. Too many I feel you watch too many movies. We need to stop these things. Stop feeling. Stop feeling. Exactly. And it's it's sad. It's bad because um, we as Africans, or personally, when I think of like trying to cut somebody off, Mm. then I'm also very like, oh, but they really maybe don't really have food. Yeah. Super so considerate. Mm -hmm. Even if it even if it takes me selling a kidney, I Mm. do that for their Mm. sake. And then they go on living life, living their best life while exactly. I'm out here saving. And then, they, when you don't do something, and then it's as if you've never, in your whole life, you've never contributed to the family. Exactly. You've not done anything for the family. It's like, what? why do you exist? One exactly. day, that you, one time, but you say no. I've invested so much in you. I've given my whole life for you. Yes. And now you're, but how many thousands did I put in you? Like, when? Yes. <laughs> like, you're just like, but then yes. I also don't have the guts to say how many times say that. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can't. You cannot. Who are you to say that? Who are you to in retaliate? Yeah. All these ocean parts. There's never a day I can say how many thousands did I put in you because. Bra, bra. Because you know you will come back. <laughs> huh? One day when you come back, they will look at you and they'll be like, "Yeah, so you thought you were there. You thought you were who?" But it's really. That's re- so sad. It's bad. <laughs> it really is so bad it really really is honestly i think the the issue of black tax is for me i would i would compare it to like 
to systematic racism you know because yeah. like there's a whole system in place with black tax like which one do you address and which one do you leave out how do you how do you even jump into it to really just like to dismantle the whole thing because the one thing is also like going back to this guy's situation he said like his his father and his his father and his mother are like you know you're a whole human being you have your arms and legs you have all these talents all these skills but you just don't want to work you just don't want to work for yourself you just don't want to go out there and put in the work and get a salary and take care of yourself you're out here waiting on this guy who has a youtube channel you're waiting on this man who has a youtube channel so you can ask him for rent money you can ask him for food money you can ask him for money to go and drink or buy your cigarettes like you can't even get money for your own things and i feel like that also applies here because when we when we have a, you know how the african family is like the the rich family or the one that's doing the best has to take on now somebody's niece somebody's cousin and train those kids put them through school like that kid it's not like oh that's my brother's kid it's no that's your kid so it's now it's literally your kid you have to like take care of that take that kid and the kid that your siblings your siblings children your children it's like yeah your child doesn't have school uniform like bro i don't even know which entry the maternity word is like how do you enter what what color are the curtains i have no clue i have a child when <laughs> it's crazy and it is i think um when it like like you said it's to stop it like yeah. I, i've been thinking i've been thinking about this a whole lot because yeah. I mean I have family yeah I have fortunately I wasn't raised with a lot of extended family I was raised mm. mainly with my mom and my siblings right yeah. so I don't have a lot of cousin issues if they show mm. up I'm just going to show you their door because hey but then like I can't show my mom the door yet I haven't yet found a way to show yeah the door. yeah and it's not it's not um trying to end it Mm-hmm. So like I've been talking about it with a lot of friends. I've been talking a lot of, like other Africans that are this side and a lot yeah. of the people are going through the same thing. They yeah. they you're abroad doing an au pair job. Au pair. Yeah. It's just a little bit fancier. Yeah. Then like being nanny is just exploited work over there, yeah. right? You mm-hmm. get paid really mm-hmm. less and then you do all these many hours with us. We're very protected by the law and yeah. we pay we we get paid in euros okay mm, so mm. then you hear people say no my mom was like yeah i have a child abroad and i'm i'm, I'm out here suffering we need to deal with the house bruh bruh with an au pair salary are you serious yeah it's like like and so a lot of people are really frustrated with that but then when you're trying to find a way to end it mm. it's as soon as you're like okay no i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that then mm. the the guilt trip the manipulation one yeah. to one or the other somebody will die and now yeah you think who said yeah who said you must say yes you think now you are coming to ask me right you think you don't know me literally yeah bro another another friend 
her mom has been going around you know when the government is giving free plots and things to people yeah she has a plot almost all the cities or towns in the country Ish. and then she claims one is for one is for this child one is for that child the children she's taking plots for some are not even yet 10 years old oh so my gosh so this is just a plot this is just yeah mm. so now fancy and put on like a shirt to show yeah. other people that they there's somebody so, on mm. There's five plots with children under the age of 18 years old and yeah. you have to fend those, those plots up. It's, Why? it's your responsibility the now. The, the one house the mother has is falling apart. Ish. She's taking all the many plots, but the Ish. house is not even like it's beyond repair right now. It's like, what do like it's no paint on it. So she's like, it's so frustrating because Ish. today I must build the fence tomorrow mm. morning she wake up she wake up with another dream mm. we need to fix the electrical work in the house we need to put on the new door Bruh. and then yeah you're 30 years old i'm almost 30 years old no house no car no yeah. savings no like i can't bring a child in this world because they fall into the same trap yeah it's a scam yeah like this is a it's such a, a huge scam yes Bruh. they're gonna pay hard and I'm trying to cut that. I'm trying to not be the parent that says, mm-hmm. I gave birth to you so that when I'm old, you pay yeah. me for Yeah. Home. You're my child. I give birth to you because I want to have you and I can afford you. I can afford and you. When you're, mm-hmm. no, when you're 18, you go with no strings attached. Like, I feel there's so many strings attached to the young yes. black professionals yes. out there because yeah. of the whole black tech situation there is there really is and it's and it's so sad because even if you look at if you look at families for example you have like one kid who's doing like the best who's not even the best he's just doing the most because obviously he feels that pressure like i need to just do something to get out of now you have that one kid who's now the star kid and then the rest of them are just like chilling but i'm sure even even within the house like behind closed doors that person is trying to speak to them like guys you need to put in the effort you need to do things i think another thing that really also makes this whole black tax situation like just so real and like keeps it keeps it in our society is the fact that people always people have this idea that if i ask if i ask you for money or for assistance or whatever and I don't get it. Actually, no, I'm not. It, I'm. I'm definitely going to get it. Like, I'm definitely going to get no it. No options. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no. Like, you don't have a. You can't say no to me. You can't say no to what I need, you, because you are my family, and you have to. But you don't have to. And I. And I've just been toying around with this idea that if I say no to somebody, who will die? If I say no, if I say no to requests that people have, um, and I and I also tell my mom this because I was asking her recently, like you yourself, you you as a person, what do you want? What is it that exactly. you want as yourself? You, not what other people want from you, not what other people are expecting from you. Just you. Do you have a dream? Do you have a goal? What is it that you want as yourself? Because I think. We also get so wrapped. Sorry. No, no, you can go on. Because I think we also get so wrapped up in the expectations that people have of us that we forget 
that we have our own needs or our own wants or goals whatever it is that we want because the pressure that we get from all these people is so much and and it's real i get it you have uncles and aunties who are in less privileged places than you are you know all you know they're they're not in france they've never even been there they only hear about these things from tv now you are there all the way in france you know you're chilling you're bowling and that's cool great for you and you know their situation is real but is it your responsibility is that why you were but born then, when you're talking about responsibility it's not i personally feel it's not my responsibility mm-hmm. to care for anybody right if i care for you, i care for you it's not my responsibility I, to care for anybody right this includes moments because you sign up for this you sign up to give birth to me right Bro. i didn't sign up for this if i knew this contract came with so much i was just gonna stay wherever the babies come from i was just gonna stay there that's it that's no plan Bruh. And then I come here now I'm almost 30 years old and um I'm responsible no Dude, I'm not I'm not <laughs> I don't know I mean, you I don't owe you exactly I don't Bruh. owe you but then how do you simply yeah send this message through to our older generation because yeah. sometimes catchy things when I hear sometimes when my mom is making a request I'm just like I don't have money because I'm like sometimes it's a, it's a whole competition thing of yeah. oh whoever's child also went to the states and they build their farmhouse mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. me i'm here i'm not building a farmhouse because i have to build my house yes. by the time i'm done building a farmhouse at me am mm-hmm. i going to migrate and live on the farm am <laughs> I, what what am i going to do myself like after i finish i'll be 40 years old when do Bruh. i get to build my house Bruh. like then if come along and they live on my house on the farm because i have no 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 on yeah. my mother's house yeah the farm because i have nothing and then they just then the, it continues the cycle mm-hmm. continues it never gets it broken. really does it makes it me really so does. mad it makes me so mad that it's it's continuous and yeah people don't get it they it's like really oh don't. now that you're abroad you yeah think you know so much more about this topic now that mm. you're abroad you, you you must remember the hand that fed you and i do remember but when where do you draw the line yeah with the hand boundaries yeah when do you say okay it's enough you i mm. fed you enough just you fed me enough right mm. but oh gosh too. i feel you bro i feel you i really feel you and that's those are the things that you also can't really say you can't say like oh no i didn't ask to be born i didn't ask to be on this earth you know all those kind of things like i do appreciate i appreciate my parents i appreciate everything that everybody has done for me but at the end of the day if i can't be at my best i can't give anybody anything i literally cannot give you anything because i want to give you my best i want to be happy enough and have overflowing joy and come into this you know your space and be like oh here's here's 10,000 for you here's 10,000 for you but if i don't if i don't even have it how can uh, i give you if what i don't have you have nothing exactly um it's crazy uh, really i was talking to another cousin of mine she runs uh she has a youtube no no youtube uh instagram mm. like page where mm-hmm. she talks about fin- finance and stuff oh, um, no. secure her back that's, mm. that's the, the so she was talking about this black tech thing and she said just say no 
just say no. Yeah. You should say no. It's as easy as just saying no. Yeah. But at the end of the day, still, it's just one of the hardest no's you can ever say. It's so hard. It's a no to very a person or people close to you. Parents, yeah. Yeah. Younger siblings. Yeah. It is. It's so heavy. It's such a heavy no. It's such a heavy yeah. no. And I really feel like, because I was also having this conversation with a friend of mine, because it was the idea of like, you can only, you can only, you can try so many, you can only try so many times. Like you tell people around you, okay, guys, like, how can I help you to make, to help yourself? You know, that type of thing. Like you try and maybe send them videos about how to learn about things. You recommend books. you recommend books like okay you know these books might give you ideas on how you can make your own money you know you try to like encourage them like you should try out new things you should try out this and that you know just expose yourself a little bit to different to different environment different topics different information so that you can enrich yourself as a human being enrich yourself as a professional in your career whatever it is that you need to do but people are just not interested laziness laziness number one Laziness number one, and then secondly, the fear of failure, I think, really, really holds people back as well. Like, it's easy for them to look at you and say, "Okay, you give me money because you're the one who's brave enough to try the things. You're the one who's brave enough to go out there and you know put your foot forward and try something new, do something new, and do something different. Like, you give me money because you can do that. I can't do that." But you're not you special. Don't, don't need money. Don't ask. <laughs> like, gosh, yeah. Yeah. If you can't, if you cannot, how many times have I failed? Mm. How many, how many, how many sweaters have I shrunk? People mm. washing machines. It's still failure to me. Yeah. In in a way, mm. like. I failed, you know, yeah. I still sometimes like, oh, maybe, maybe I should have kept a certain profession because mm. au pairing to mm. some people is such a like, oh, why, why would you do that? You're, yeah. you're not doing anything, but yeah. actually living my best life, that yeah. term usually is just because you look nice on a picture on Instagram and people yeah. are like, oh, you're living your best life. I yeah. actually am living my best life because I yeah. love working with children. Yeah. I love traveling. I love networking. I'm literally doing all three. Everything. In the one job. Yeah. You know, instead of being at an eight to five office job because I want to maintain a certain yeah. perspective or whatever people Yeah, have for other me. people. Then, yeah. Exactly. And I earn this ridiculous low amount of mm. salary. Yeah. And I'm just literally just making ends meet. I'm not leaving mm. at all. Mm. And there's so many benefits that come with being an au pair, like traveling yeah. with your whole family for having the house to yourself for a whole month. Oh, dope. Like I am right now. Dope. <laughs> you know. Yeah. When work comes, work comes, and you work hard, your five hours, your five yeah. hours, and then after that, it's playtime. And mm. I, I like, I like the job. I really like what I'm doing right mm. now. I am doing my best how content and peaceful I am mm. with what I'm doing. Mm. Apart from the stress that comes from my Bram. Yeah. But I feel you, man. I feel like I feel like those are also the things that also hold people back. And I get it. I get that some things. Sometimes it's really hard to take the first step, like to do something different, to to go out there and just try, you know, something new. 
get out of your comfort zone it's really hard but at the end of the day when i do it i'm not doing it because i'm thinking about the six people in the village who need my help no i'm think when i do it i'm doing it for me i'm doing it because i want to see how far i can go i want to live a life where i can say like i tried so and so it didn't work out but i tried something something and it worked out you know all of these things but people right. don't think about that they think that when you're doing when you're doing these things you're doing it for them you're when you're doing these things when you're making this money you know you're making it's our money it's not our money it's not our yeah, money exactly. <laughs> it's not our way. money yeah. bruh it's really uh, honestly it's a lot man it's really a lot and also the fact that like when you go to school sometimes and you get a degree quote unquote but it's not it can't even help you it can't even really help you even in that field how many times have people gone through like IT courses for example and then they get to the workplace and it's like what you learned in school and what the actual field is like are like so far apart yeah. yeah you don't even know like why you why you went to school in the first place you're exactly. just asking yourself exactly. like you wasted all did, this time I did, I did three years of a advanced diploma in banking yeah because my mom was like okay i'm paying for it so you, i want you to do this because when you finish you can easily get a job in the bank Yeah. The market was already too full by the time I was yeah. done. I didn't have a job. I got like a job at a consult consult consulting company. Yeah. And it was like 2 years or a year and a half. And it was like a really boring job. I was bored. Ish. I was just like it's not the I can do the job but I was yeah. bored. So when I resigned from there, I didn't tell her because it's like tax, right? You mm-hmm. have to send money every month. Yeah. And so when I told when I resigned, I just did it by myself and yeah. then I to study and everything by the time mm-hmm. i told her i'd already did my um, registration and everything and i was waiting for like the student loans i literally did everything by myself because wow. i didn't want the whole thing of no don't quit yeah. money how are we going to happen yeah. and i didn't want that and i really didn't like I, mm-hmm. i don't like to be poor i really like to have like a cool work mm-hmm. so i decided mm-hmm. to go to law and took it to law school and going into my third year yeah. finance was still an issue yeah stop that and what i'm doing right now but mm-hmm. at the end of the day like, look i'm doing something with none of my qualifications look at that none. and you're enjoying none. it and you're living and your best life <laughs> my best life and i'm getting a salary out of it okay they got pocket money but it's good enough it's yeah Yeah, it's, it's comfortable. It's yeah. So, yeah. Um so at the end of the day and people also just think oh no I need to study to have money. Sometimes you just need to do something. Just stand yeah. up and do something True. instead of like oh no I don't have an education. You don't need an education to just move to progress to yeah. whatever you yeah. you just need to stand up. Stand up, you get up and do it. Go for what you want, and I yeah. think as soon as you start going and moving out of your comfort zone, that in its being opens so many doors for other things, other mm-hmm. possibilities, other True. like you just you start meeting people that just it aligns with what you want, and yes. not just a job, an eight to five job, and a salary. It just, That's so true. Just bigger. So, That's so so yeah. true. That's really true, yeah. and I think that also another 
the flip side of it is like <sighs> taking responsibility right on that topic a friend of mine was talking about recently how like she her, her mom is studying right so her mom is doing like a degree or something so now the, she wanted to give up basically like oh i'm tired i'm too old to be in university doing all of these things you know so now she took it upon herself to help her but now when she said she was going to help her help doesn't give up <laughs> no 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 help <laughs> if i say i'm going to help you it doesn't mean that 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 is now you stop. right like yeah. that is all of that is now my responsibility i'm helping yeah. you which means you are still it's your responsibility yes. but i'm just an yes. assistant but now it became a thing of like oh aren't you going to do my assignment but did i was it was it who signed up for this who is Bro. supposed to get this degree at the end of the day fam like how am i doing your your assignments and you sit the exam like Bro. i think it also goes with um when you say oh okay um i'm going to help you guys out financially next month for example me being about yeah. and you say that yeah end of the month or even five days before end of the month if you're Bruh. not talking sending money situation Bruh. you said you help us you said you help us you said like you regret even yes. thinking of helping them or even yeah. mentioning it yes yeah. it becomes something that they use against you and it's just a thing of no yeah. but you said you help you said you Dude. send me money just wait okay wait. <laughs> relax i say in your bank or any way so i I don't even tell people anymore that I'm going to help you if it's time and I have it and I'm now I'm convinced yeah. to send it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, hey, um, send me your ID or whatever because yeah. these things of people I'm going to help you. They literally close their hands and they wait are waiting. They don't do anything. They don't move. They like so dependent on exactly. you. Exactly. So that dependency so is not. <coughs> excuse me. That dependency is is what is what I don't like. I I love my independence. I've always been the odd one out. I've always been the one who's just like everybody's going this way, I'm going in the other direction. Right, like I just I just I don't want to ever feel like like I get it. Yes, you will like when I achieve anything be like I want to thank my hoo hoo because you yes, you were there. But it, it was not like your responsibility to to follow through that it was my I made that choice and I need to follow through with it I didn't make a choice so that we can all take part in it like oh I'm going to school now are we all going to pay my school fees no fam I went by myself I need to you know find a way to make it happen if you help me cool if you don't help me great that's like it's life you just right it's not your responsibility And yeah. I feel like in our cultures it's so in there that it's so embedded in there that if you it's not even helping dude it's just your responsibility if they bring an issue if they bring an issue if you like the elders meetings or whatever with your uncles and aunties everything there somebody somebody's kid needs to go to school if you just say i can help out it's not helping it's not helping no, right now it's your responsibility yep. like you have to yep. take full responsibility of taking care of that person like food water shelter everything their fees their everything and that idea 
is it it makes people i feel like it makes people so so lazy so lazy like yes some situations are rough and some situations are really like terrible but at the end of the day you are here now take responsibility right like take responsibility for yourself and try to make something new and something different out of yourself even if you choose to do the same thing everybody is doing just know that you made that decision for yourself honestly right, speaking right right but like talking about like taking responsibility i feel like because we don't have responsible people in our culture or mm-hmm. not all of them like a lot of or we have responsible people but mm-hmm. they are those that don't take responsibility yeah we see more of them so dependent mm-hmm. and those those that is those people are the reason why black tech is still alive yeah. so much alive mm-hmm. those if people can just step up take responsibility do something yeah. with your life stand up like if if i say no to your request yeah. you, at the end of the day you have to stand up you have exactly. to do something so before we get to me saying no just stand up yes like, yes you come with a business proposal and say no this is what i want to do this exactly. is what this is the plan and then i'm like can you help me out mm-hmm. now it's just like i'm hungry can you send me money Are no price is it is it even is it even send me money it's just food i want food <laughs> i want food now and i feel like that taking responsibility is so people people don't do it a lot oh no just that sorry people don't do it a lot and like you know like you said when you make a request of somebody that idea of they have a choice is not there it's not there like why would this but what do you mean no what is that no for like what do you i'm asking you how dare how dare have, you say no to me no. bruh and then we have the suicidal generation we the our generation is suicidal so as soon as you say no they go into this deep depression where they are all of a sudden suicidal they are depressed bruh. and depression is really people really do suffer depression yeah and to be messed with but mm-hmm. i feel like families also use a lot of that as a yeah. uh, manipulation like yes to just get you to get them guilty you oh, no, how this gonna commit suicide we need to buy a laptop and a computer because at his school this is happening and that is happening and you're just Bruh. like wow, you <laughs> when i was like a young child bro i had to work for my pocket money pocket yes. money i was Bro, I went to high school and found out people get pocket money for the Bro, is it you is it you or me? You get money? Bam. So me and my sister said, "No, we're going to have a Muslim meeting with my mother to be like, let's talk about this pocket money." <laughs> and we oh, no, mom, like all our friends are getting pocket money. Why yeah. don't you give us any money for like she said you want money, you better work for it. She gave Whoa. us 50 bucks each and she told us go buy a knickknacks pack. sell it bring back my 50 bucks and that's your startup capital i was bro. like bro bro what for my money imagine oh my life, i worked for my money like i've never my mother didn't play yeah so, and now we have the, the now generation that does not work for nothing yeah and if you say no they kill themselves bro literally literally it's so it's so so sad even with the even with the with the older generation as well i feel like just that thing of not having an option and just taking responsibility like i like you said i'm going to help let me help you 
it's, it doesn't mean I didn't say let me take on the responsibility I said I want to assist you in this moment and if I make a request if somebody makes a request of me I have the right to say no because I already planned myself for the next six months I already know how my my finances should go I know where I want to be when I want where when I want to be there you can't just pick up the phone and be like oh yeah um something happened at the farm you need to come now come where no like no that doesn't happen and people will literally drop everything get in their cars and drive up to the village and drive up to town or wherever just to go and see what what no like i don't even share like future plans and things with a lot of people imagine because as soon as people hear you have a savings savings you have savings and your mother's house is falling apart who said it must fall i'm not just go for her house yeah okay if i if i decide to give and fix it out of the goodness of my heart that's that but as an for me as an african child it's so hard to draw the line of like yeah when when does the goodness of my heart stop mm-hmm. because then it's like no she's your mother she's your mother the title that is she, she will never change she's always yeah. gonna be my mother but yes i need to get to a point where i'm like okay you know what this is it like i feel like for us african women the only way you get out of it alive is get married and have children because then you'll be like i have to ask my husband Bro, I'm not ready to have children. Now, if you ask, if they make a request and I'm like, oh no, I have to ask my husband. Okay. And then two weeks later, I'm like, oh no, my husband said no. Okay, it's fine. We'll make a way. That's the only way to survive. Right? Why didn't you make a way before? Before, bruh. Why didn't you? And even still, dude. Even still, like even. Bruh. No children. Um. Like who, which husband am I going to ask? Which, which <laughs> one do I? Bruh. 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 Crazy. It's crazy. Honestly, like even even that even that that expectation like of get married and have kids and then now you have a family, bruh. Sometimes some people don't even see it. They don't even see like you have your own kids to to deal with. You have a husband, you get the trying to build your future, build your empire, whatever. Some people don't care. They'll be like, yeah, now that you are married, which means your husband has money. Like, is my husband's money your money, bro? Your money, like, did you work money. together? Did you work together? Honestly, I a lot of a lot of what I do on social media, I feel like I just I'm just trying to encourage people to try out different things, to go out and really just explore the abundance that is out there because there's so much abundance out in the world. And I feel like if you if we keep if we keep doing the same things and expecting a different result that's literally insanity like we need to try out different things and i really wish like all my siblings and all my cousins everybody out everywhere anywhere in the world that they are taking responsibility for themselves to make a different life for themselves because we have seen our parents grow grow up we have seen how our our parents are like if my parents getting calls from back home you know it literally stresses them out their blood level goes from here to here <laughs> and you know it's yeah. now the next couple of days of how we're going to send money 
um, how much can we send, you have to convert it, you have to like think about all of these things that, okay, oh, you know, they, they're even gonna take transport to go to where to go and get the money. We need to factor that in, you know, maybe the electricity, all of, there's just so much that happens when you when they pick up that phone and be like, hi, I need some help. It's not just, okay, I'm just gonna send you a hundred euros to do. You have to think about so many things, even for you here. It's not that easy because you need to go and find Western yeah. Union. You need to go and find yeah. all of these things. You need to think about yeah, the charges. Bruh, you need to yeah. think about tax. Like, you know, you send money to the bank. The bank will tell you one thing, then the other bank. And then, like, it's it's so much. And I think also yeah. the fact that, like, you give people money when they need help. Sometimes... Yeah. Sometimes I think I don't even think money is the, always the solution. Because how much money will you no, give? Because no. trust me, exactly. you can give a hundred million to some people, bruh. Yeah. They will be back tomorrow. They will be back tomorrow to ask you, yeah, no, the money is done. The hundred million is done. I need food now. I need water. I need electricity. My children are starving. Like you need to also think about who you're giving money. But like at the but also, can this person just take responsibility for themselves? That's the beginning point. That's Bruh, the starting point. It really, it really, really is. It really is. And having such a conversation is so difficult with people. Because like, like I said, I asked my mom, what do you want? You yourself, you. Not thinking, don't, my children, or my family, just you. You yourself. as an individual, yes. yourself. Yes. What do yes. you want? What do you want? Do you know what you want? Because you can meet somebody tomorrow and they will look at you and say, you, I have 500,000 for you. What do you want? Are you going to spend that money now and send it to send it to everybody who's oh, been calling oh, you, right? Exactly. Are you going like, to, is that what you're going to do? Right, right. Oh, my God. And I feel That's so good. irritated. <laughs> I feel so irritated sometimes when people look, look at you and they will be like oh no you know it's time to get married now or like you know i always just meet people like it's so random like i'm you meet people out there be like oh so how old are you i'm like oh i'm 20 i'm 27 years old oh okay so how is he i'm like who is he I'm like no don't you want don't you want the husband don't you want kids i'm like can i not be stable first like why must I yeah. why must why must oh, oh my god like it's just a lot <laughs> right right when like I came my mom was oh prostitution oh human trafficking and yeah. then I'm here now it's like oh so um, <laughs> to meet somebody I'm just like I wasn't looking <laughs> and then other people making assumptions that oh yeah. you're in Europe now you're dating some white man yeah or has money I didn't come to find a man. I came to Bruh. get myself on track. Right. To fix my life. I didn't come to find men. If they find me, they find me. I'm not looking. Okay? Right. But expectation of, oh, you're in Europe now. Oh, maybe you have that a man now. Or, oh, you're almost 30 years old. When are you getting married? Children. Uh, stop putting that on me. Leave me alone. <laughs> Please. And I feel like. So they come. They come. They don't come. Then they don't come exactly, and I always say it, guys. I always, always say it. having kids 
having kids and getting married is a very serious thing it's so serious it's like very serious it's literally like deciding do i want to cut off my leg or do i want to cut off my I like it's so serious it's not something that you should just do just because that auntie is like oh no it's time to have a husband now oh okay get a husband and then it's not even that easy to find a, a reasonable human being in the first place <laughs> so now so now i must just i must just pick one and then be on my way to making babies like it's so serious yeah. because But like before you go make babies you have to feed the nation remember you're looking at this whole human being and what oh, i have no life for <laughs> marriage and things and here my prayer has taught me things i've learned bruh. that bruh, i'm not ready to be a mother yet. imagine we'll show you flames <laughs> real flames and these are not even my own kids no, <laughs> No way. I can't. I can't. I can't imagine. <laughs> it's, it's, Dude. Kids, kids are really kids can be wicked. Kids you're yeah. playing. Kids, kids will and test these, these you, bro. Kids, yeah. These are not African kids. African yeah. kids you they you know, you know you can stank a right? little. Right. <laughs> I I sit and have conversation with bro you, you know this is a situation that yeah. this deserves a thanking. Mm. Now I'm trying to reason with you. <laughs> Me in my Africanness I'm reasoning with a three year old like like that time I'm I'm just spoiling when I'm reasoning with a three year old. You have yeah. to. <laughs> I know. Right, it has showed me flames. There is no way I'm ready. I'm not ready to have children right now. No thanks, no. I'm reasoning with people's kids, bro. <laughs> Bro, you must sit and have that conversation at a whole therapy session like, bro, tell me what is the problem? I like, exactly. I like what it has done to me because I feel like I'm more patient, I'm more yeah. like open to listening and understanding yeah. where they're coming from. Children, yeah. Right? And it's I feel like sometimes when I go through that whole um, negotiation stage with them, I feel yeah. just like, wow. I did this. I did this. Yeah. <laughs> Big up. <laughs> but exactly. But at the beginning, I was just like, this is, just clap the child. Just yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, but then after a while, you're like, oh, wow. But then mm-hmm. also, it takes me back to how I was brought up. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would, 70% of how I was brought up, I wouldn't want to bring my children up that yeah. way because yeah. of, like, it was just too more yeah. physical, more mm-hmm. punishment, more no, yeah. a lot of no Yeah. A lot of no. Yeah. Without even trying to understand. Yeah. Exactly. So mm. like now I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, even if I had my own children, I would mm. listen to them. I would even if I'm going to say no, I'm not going to just say no with no reason. I just yeah. to understand. I just why? Be better people, 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 you know, and just know why. Yeah. Don't just get a no because you said no because I'm your mother. Yeah. Just don't work here. Just yeah. Why? Yeah. And I said no. But why are you saying no? Yes. Because I don't want. Why don't you want? You literally have. You have to, to break it down. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Meaning a why. And when I was growing up, no was just no with no yeah. reason, with no explanation. Yeah. Full no. stop. That's your it. Friend, your friends never even ask you why did your mother say no. They just know because The, no was no. Exactly. Me. You get here. Mommy said no. Why did mommy say no? Go and ask her. I just send them. Go and ask my friend. Don't ask me. 
<laughs> I feel you, bruh. But that's that's so true. It's facts, dude. It's facts. And for me, like, I always go back to the idea. My theory is that the reason why we have so many broken, our society is so broken, and our society is needing, is literally bleeding out, is because like even in the home setting, there's so much that's missing. There's so much that is not there. Like, is it is it absent fathers? physically absent fathers and then emotionally absent fathers and then like you have things literally like and then you have parents who are there but they are working and then like you have parents who you have stay-at-home parents who, who who don't even understand what it means to stay at home and like connect with your kid like there's just there's just so many layers to it and i really feel like all of that is also just magnified by black tax also because now in in the house you have you know your extended family or you don't have extended family because like the relationship is broken because of something that happened years ago somebody's not forgiving the other one it's just a lot it's just a lot it's really a lot and i really always go back to the fact that like if we can have homes that are more whole that are just more loving more caring there's you know an overpouring of love and affection and all of these good things then we can have better societies honestly speaking right and then it also i feel like when when the home is fixed and the home is more stable yeah black tech isn't it's not but then also as young adults we wouldn't look at it as Mm -hmm. black tech Mm -hmm. we would look at it as giving back to whoever gave when exactly I was younger, you know? exactly from from your heart like yes exactly united yeah. is more like a person or like oh, i can send money home oh, yeah it's never like oh i'm sending money to my mother it's yes. never that yeah I, it, it, they ask you on the 15th when you get paid on the 30th mm. they ask you two times already before yeah. that and mm. you're just like guys i don't have money lying around all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. but then going back to like the home if if the home is fixed it's easier for me to say i'm giving back yeah to where i come from yes. giving back yeah um, even though the mindset i have with giving back right now mm-hmm. is yes i'm giving back i'm helping my mom i mean if i don't who will even yeah. though i have six other things i mean imagine i have a lot of siblings at yeah. the end of the day sometimes i feel like there's so much pressure but mm-hmm. I think it's just because it's all in my head when yeah. as soon as the thing rings, you're like, are they hungry? Are they dying? Are they the farm? What's going on? What, mm. what is it now? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. That just gives you more space. You can't just say, okay, I'm saving up for um, a trip to Greece next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'm hey. saving up for my studies. Or I'm saving yeah. up for this. Because as soon as that, you have that, something mm-hmm. comes up and you're like, there goes my dream. Right. So, right. You can't really dream, or mm-hmm. I don't know. So with, with our generation, I feel like we need to tackle the whole black tech we do. in such a way that we don't reach thirty years old with nothing. Bruh, like, bruh, bruh. <laughs> literally, so, literally. I, don't I love that. Honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to find my way, like how, mm-hmm. because I don't want to have children and have them go through 
what that, that generation is going through yeah. right now. Because it will happen. It will happen, yeah. dude. You think you have missed it, but then now maybe something will happen with your siblings and it will fall on your kids or even your gr- yes. your gr- your grand, you know, that generation. It will still fall on them. It's crazy. And it you need to you need to just like it needs to end, yeah, it needs, it needs to end dude. And it on good terms with mm-hmm. your family. Right? Because you you want to I feel like we are so family orientated. Yes. Alienate and be like, okay, I'm cutting everybody off. I'm, I'm moving to Ibiza or whatever. <laughs> you can't really do that. You can't. You, <laughs> they you will find back. you. <laughs> you or you'll go back. Bro. Make sure you say right. What, what you did. So it's, it's yeah. one of those things that like are really hard to break. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be it does and it does it absolutely does like i'm honestly honestly speaking i'm considering like not getting married not having kids and just dedicating my whole life to building myself and hopefully being able to tackle to tackle some of these issues because like you see it ha- you see it happening and you see that these things will continue you already see the patterns are you doing that because you want it? You don't want a partner, you don't want a family, or just because ugh, this generation or ugh, my culture? I don't know. I don't know, bruh. I don't know. But I'm really. You could be an amazing mom or whatever. Like, so you are ending black tax for other people. <laughs> you don't have anybody to, to enjoy. There's no fruits to enjoy your, your struggle, your fight. <laughs> But I honestly, I'm just, I'm just considering it honestly, because like it's a lot of responsibility, not just, not, I'm, and I'm not just looking at it like for my family alone. I'm looking at it just also like, like, it, like I feel like it's kind of my purpose to just and get people to, to do better. I don't know how to explain it. You can do better with your family. <laughs> I still feel like if you're not gonna have a family yeah. of your own, yeah. the reason to why you're not doing it should be valid. But if you're just saying no, I'm not gonna have a family so that the other people at the end of the day, yeah, you tackle big tax, but yeah. then now we have a new problem mm-hmm. where people are putting There's their always a new problem. I know, yeah. I know. There's always <laughs> yeah, there's so. always like yeah. But I feel you I'm I'm still I'm really still thinking about it also because like I just want I just want to make decisions that are very intentional for myself. Like if I'm going to have kids, it's because I want them. Not because I'm 40 now and people are like, come for what's going on, you know. Yeah. Just like, because I want them. Like, I don't care having kids late. I decided I don't care if I'm having kids at 50. It's up to me because I will have the money to take myself to wherever I need to be. Like, I don't care. I don't care how late I get married. Excuse me? If you have, if you are 50 and you have no children, or you get your first child at 50, just move it to Europe. Bro, very, bro, very like it's happening. Yeah, year old with a baby and the child is saying, "Papa," I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> like your dad, but it's their first child, so. right? 
because yeah, because yeah, like exactly. I really, exactly. I really want to do that. Like I want to, I really want to make sure that every decision I make, it's because I wanted that decision and I'm ready for it and I will take responsibility for it. It's not, I'm not gonna call up people and be like, come and help me, and then I run away and I leave them with the responsibility. That's not how it works, right? Like we need to be more responsible and more intentional about the decisions we're making. Yes, people yeah. have expectations of you. If people, all the expectations that people have of me in life, if I was to live up to that, I, I, would, I wouldn't even be one person. I would be so many different people because so many right. people have different expectations right. of you. Like, it's crazy. It's really just insane. From your friends, your family, to strangers. People don't even know you and they have expectations of you. Bruh. Even as I see, they look at you and they're like, oh, it's already done, drawn up. That's it. That's it. Like, it's so crazy. I really, really hope and pray that moving forward, our generation and those who come will just be more responsible. Because, like, I I love the fact that I see something like 18-year-olds who have, like, a whole business, you know, having a how many businesses and like uh, buying a house or buying a car or whatever. I mean, you go on Twitter, you see these young couples, 21, 22, who just bought a house. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we're talking about. You know, like yeah. we need to, we need more, we need more of that because yeah. you're not just breaking the generational curses that we, that we literally live, but it's also like, we're yeah. just breaking all these cycles of poverty and all these bad, terrible, horrible things that are holding us back. We need to really like fight and we need to fight so hard, guys. Yeah. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. I feel like we also Bruh. need to get to a point where we stand our ground. When you're intentionally making these decisions, you need to intentionally say no. Yes. Say no to request for you to yeah. be able to move on. Absolutely. And, uh, like, you will never, with the, with the black text, you will never fully pay that debt. It's an ongoing debt. That's why generational, we still go in 2020, we're still living through that because mm-hmm. it's, it's a debt that can never be fully paid. Yeah. So we as young black or young, the young generation, we need mm. to realize that, you know, you can never fully pay that debt and you just intentionally just say no. And as soon as you intentionally say no to this, yeah. people, to the request, make sure you use your no for better, for your better, right. for your group, for just to break, to make sure that the next generation, your children, yeah. your children's children do not have to live through that. Yeah. Like, as much as our parents didn't sign up for the whole black test situation, yeah. it was also probably from them. Um, yeah. True. Like through circumstance, through everything. Yeah. Mm. Apartheid, when the white people took everything, now our people didn't have land to have, yeah. like, okay, our kids have this. Mm-hmm. Now, that's why for some white people, it's easier for them to just move on and be 18 and have their own apartment because they their parents could do that for them. Yeah. And yes, for me personally, as a young person, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking mm-hmm. to have an 18-year-old that I can send out into the world with no no strings, no, no strings. Nothing, yeah. So that they can and then or then I feel Build like themselves. then I would have broken the cycle. Yes. So they don't have to. They see what I did. They can mm-hmm. see the children again broken that we have a lot of other things we're still yeah. fighting but one battle at a time yeah one so, battle yeah. at a time that's so true yeah i think the idea of generational wealth what we get is generational tax 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but moving on, bro. From here, it ends here. From here on, we build generational wealth. And I really, yeah. I really, really encourage people to read a lot, guys. Financial literacy should be your best friend. Like every content, video, audio, written text about financial literacy, we should be consuming because we have to be the ones to break the cycle we have to yeah. be the ones to break these curses these are these are spiritual things that are manifesting in like yeah. in in such real ways imagine yeah yeah it's crazy man it's crazy oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot man it's really a lot but this was lovely it was so nice speaking with you girl nice you. you should plug you. yourself your social media you know we didn't even do an intro actually well we'll do better next time we'll do better better next time (laughs) but yeah plug yourself what's your social media where can people find you all of that um so i have a youtube channel at the moment at the moment the youtube channel is just about opering what it is about because what i'm doing right now I'm very passionate about it because I really encourage people to step out. If you don't have any other means and you're younger than 31 years old and you have no yeah. children, you can go there and just find yourself. I did it one year and I found myself. I've grown yeah. so much compared to what I was last year. Yeah. And the year before, I was, this is like, it's amazing. It's a yeah. great journey that I'm on. And mm. so my YouTube channel is Wabuba and that's what it is. It's just about sharing and information sharing and whatever storytelling. Awesome. Um, on Instagram, I am Z, just as Z, and Z Rukoro. That's um, my surname. Yeah. And then on Facebook, Wabuba Z Rukoro. So go follow me, check it out, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hey. Also, we spoke about the uh, financial re- literacy. I'm gonna give um, yeah. the, the Instagram. Uh, it's your cousin if you have bag she gives daily tips on what to do on like financial is she in Namibia she's in South Africa she's married to a South African man oh okay South Africa but right. I'll check yeah, her out check her out check her out yeah so thank you so much for having me thank you yes this was so much fun thank you thank you also for listening to the podcast girl for wanting to come on as well like it's really cool it's really really amazing guys like you guys you keep me going you guys are the reason why i keep doing this okay wait we have the socket so you still hey 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 no but this is awesome thank you so much for joining me enjoy the rest of your day in beautiful france brah brah france (laughs) honestly honestly no but you're killing it thank you so much and a lot of what you said honestly i agree with you girl i agree the struggle is real but we have to be the difference we have to be stronger than the struggle we are stronger by God's grace, we will break this thing and we will live, we will keep living our best life and we will, you know, bring our kids into taxless, taxless, right? Health Healthy, yes. <laughs> All right, cool. Take care. You too. Bye.